guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Welcome to another episode of Habits and Hustle. I just got this in the mail. I'm obsessed with this thing, this body. Have you guys ever done dry brushing, by the way? I, okay, so I, I have years ago. Okay, this is not what the podcast no. was supposed to be about, <laughs> by the way, but I have to tell you, I'm obsessed with it. It's by Therisage, and they make these amazing dry brushes. And I, you dry brush your body, and then you go into the sauna, and all the dead skin and dry skin comes off. You, sh- you shed, but it's amazing for circulation and for detoxing your body. And I've seen so many people on TikTok do it. I actually feel great. I'm like feeling my arms right now. I did doing it that. I did it. That was I dry brought. I dry brushed Shawnee's arm before we started this. I just got it in the mail. It feels great. Doesn't it? It's yeah. amazing. So they sent me this because I had the smaller one without the handlebar. Oh. And um, I used to do it with my moist, I used to go into the sauna and my moist skin and I would do it. And then I was taught, I was schooled how to actually dry brush, which by the way, it's dry, amazing. Dry brushing. Yeah, it's called dry, dry brushing. Dry. Dry brushing. It's not called moist brushing. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. They were, by the way, the people at Therisage were so polite and nice uh, because I was using their dry brush when I was dry brushing. And I did like a, I was on, I did a story because Noah walked in while I was dry brushing in the portable sauna in my office. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing in there? And I'm like, I was explaining. I'm like, I'm getting my skin moist. And then I wanted, and they're like so nice. And they're like, listen, that's great that you love to dry brush, <laughs> but the way you should do it is dry. <laughs> that's hilarious. They're like, we, uh, we really appreciate you using our product. Right. <laughs> However, you're using it completely wrong. But you're wrong. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And then hold on, let's just do a podcast on dry brushing. Hold on. I want All right, that's fine. We can dry brush. I'm actually a huge exfoliating fan i um exfoliating exfoli- exfoliating so that's so weird because i was gonna say exfoliation and then i ended up saying exfoliating but I, whatever anyways i'm a huge fan of it i think it's really good for the body i love it my skin always feels great i do like once a week give or take you do not dry brushing exfoliating but i want to a dry brush is a really good idea i keep hearing about it also no what it's, what's amazing about it also there's there's a million techniques to actually doing it well oh, interesting and so they actually sent me this book about how to properly dry brush to get the best benefits like pattern of brushing like which motion yeah what's the what's the optimal well okay depending on the area of your body that you're dry brushing is number one so basically i've been dry brushing every once a week i don't know if that's too much or not okay i think yeah i like to exfoliate like usually like once a week maybe every two weeks i think it depends on the skin if you have really thin or sensitive skin you should probably hold you know it it says here you can easily become practiced at doing this 10 minutes 10 minutes it says like for a sequence of dry brushing the question is how often basically i guess for optimal results people dry brush three times a week that's a lot that's a lot of dry brushing a lot i don't think that's good on your skin I mean, the experts say this guy, Dr. Burkowski, he's got a vital chai skin brushing system, the world's most powerful skin brushing system. He says, they, so I, yeah, have but I, don't, that, that, I haven't read the whole book yet, but I, I mean, I, say, I appreciate he's a dry brush expert, but I personally know my own skin. And like, if I did that too much, <laughs> it would, it would quite frankly, it's just too delicate for that. That's just, I'm so delicate. sorry. Well, I guess I'm uh, built like a reptile. <laughs> So maybe that's why I have the protocol to do give it, it three a, times. Give it a three time a day go. No, I'm only doing it, to be honest. I've only, I've, I've been doing it every once, once a week or every 10 days and it's been yeah. working nicely. 
and but that I've been doing it on me. moist skin. So I'm gonna let <laughs> you know how it works. But like, you know what's interesting? There's all these like easy tools and easy ways for circulation and to detox your body that are like super affordable and easy and anyone could do at home. There's really no excuse to not mm. take care of yourself really anymore. It's unbelievable. I love it. But anyway, I have to say I've been enjoying it. That's kind of one of those things I've been doing lately. What are, what are your other self-care things? I'm actually super curious in this topic. Like what are some self-care things that you do that you feel like have really helped? Yeah. Okay. So I do love the sauna. You know, I always talk about this, the same company that makes uh, this brush, funnily enough, Therisage, they make this portable sauna that I've been obsessed with. Oh, that's them. That's the them. infrared one. Yeah. That's pretty and amazing. It's full, it's full spectrum infrared and the red light. I love the saunas and I do it like 20 minutes every, th- I don't have time to do more than like yeah. twice a week, but that's better than zero times a week. Right. Absolutely. Um, How long do you self-care. go in for? What's your like protocol? 20, 25 minutes. Do you go into the sauna and then like out and back in ever? Do you ever do no. like the so rounds? No, so that's funny you say that. So in the portable, I don't. It's too hard to get in and out. You got to zip it up. Oh, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I actually watch TV while I'm doing the sauna. <laughs> so I, I basically get to watch like, I've been watching like whatever the show is that I want to watch because I don't get time to watch television. So I watch TV. That's self- That to me, by the way, is self-care. So to me, self-care is doing the things that like make me happy. And yeah. so I've been doing the, the sauna. I love this dry brushing. I do love massages because I work out and it's like, mm. I'm so sore. My body has so many, like not like so much like aches and pains and now I'm old. I, that's a really good one. How often do you get massages? Not that often. Like once every 10 days. But I don't get it for... That's all, That's I think that's frequently. Okay. I mean, well... Well, yeah, because yeah. I'm not doing it for luxury. I'm doing it for necessity because my body is so... Like it's so <laughs> sure, overused sure. at this point. I think a lot of people would love to have the no, but ability I mean, to do it for necessity as well. Oh, I mean, like, it's, exactly. It's a luxury. But you know what you can do... It's, it's a very big luxury. But what I'm saying is I'm not doing it. I'm not sitting there with like, it's not a sweetest Michelle where I'm like right, lying right. on a beautiful table in, like a, in spa. a beautiful spa. No. You get like worked on. I'm getting this, I'm getting this very big Russian man to basically like brutally beat me up for an hour. <laughs> Sounds and heavenly. That's my, that's like my favorite thing because it helps my body get back into alignment. Also, it's great for Again, circulation and just readjusting me because I have a bad frozen shoulder. Did I ever tell you that I developed this while you were gone? What is a frozen shoulder? Oh, I, it's I, very lack of mobility and it's really painful. I can only move my shoulder at the range of motion. What, has ha- been what is it? A nerve thing? What happened? No, it's not a nerve thing. It's I think it's number one an overuse thing. Okay, and it's been really really tight. It's like it's, it's I can move it to a certain place. And then if I go too high, it really hurts. So I've been like having to rehab it. And by the way, did you know that frozen shoulder can last for like, I don't know, two years? It's not like, oh, you have it for two months. No way. This is a thing. It's like people experience this. Oh my God. Google it. It's unbelievable. People around my age, between the ages of like, I think they say 38 and older, in your 40s, basically. What is it? The tendons, joints? Like what is like, what's the, do you know? I'm actually, I don't know 100%. It's basically the range of motion. So like you wear your, I don't know. Like, like the socket. The socket, yeah. Is like all, it must it's, be. It's very inflamed thing. and irritated. Oh. And what happens is it takes months to even bring it on fully. And then you have it for fully. And then it kind of then dissipates. It, it literally takes like two years. It's That's crazy. so intense. How's your sleep with it? Do you have to sleep on the other side or can you sleep on that side? 
You're not supposed to sleep on, on it. You're supposed to sleep on the opposite side. So it's very disruptive for sleep. That's so confusing. It's disruptive like, you, yeah. for upper body workouts. I, I mean, it's been now, I've had it for like, I don't know, nine months. I don't know if I'm used to the pain or it's dissipated a little bit. I don't know where I am in the process the exactly. <laughs> I don't know. If you're just at like full mass right now. I, I don't know. It's really beyond. So I do. I try to do like lots of different things. So that's basically, I love the sauna. I love the, the dry. I love the dry brushing. What else did I did say? Did you ever take baths? Is that not a thing? People do. I'm not really a bath taker. I love a bath. I love a bath. I know. You said you love the bath with the lavender. Yes. With lavender Epsom salt. It's the best. Oh, you know what's amazing? So good. I, that's, that's really good. Yeah. But I have, I don't do that. I do love sound baths. That's so interesting. You do? Yeah. I'm fascinated by that. Oh my God. It's so, the that sound seems like healing. the exact opposite of your kind of crowd. I, it is the, it's like, I can't it's, imagine it's you really like go there and like bond with the people. Like, well, I mean, there are a lot of people actually, I think for me, it's so relaxing. You just, it's like, it, it's basically you just lie there and you hear like, like beautiful, beautiful like little like ding, like you hear the, the dinging of the, so of funny. the sound bath you can't stand sound baths you can't they give me like like i like an instantaneous migraine i'm like an instantaneous why one am i in here why because i just don't find the sounds very nice like i mean they're relaxing it's and stuff, not it's, but they're not like it's like so annoying it's very it, it could be it it basically the crescendo can be very aggressive or they, they have the gong and they go bing yeah bing. i just like you know like i don't i don't sleep with noise either i like quiet like to relax i'm trying to just not hear things i'm trying to have quiet yeah, yeah just like true I, I was, you know how white noise helps people sleep yeah i hate that i had yeah. a, i was with a guy for a bit who used to listen to cricket sounds at night and he would be like, Alexa, play cricket sounds. And I would wait till he fall asleep. So then I'd be like, Alexa, wow. turn off. <laughs> Crickets? Yeah, he would always fall asleep to cricket sounds. And I'm like, why the farf nuggets are we listening to? Farf. <laughs> kids around. I, I want to know something about the sound baths, actually. My girlfriend does sound baths. And uh, I've done a bunch of hers. I find it depends on who you, what, where you yeah, go. I'm sure, I'm sure I would, I'm sure I could find one that I like. No, for sure. there's like, there's, by the way, do you know that the sound baths have a lot, a lot of healing properties? Like I'm capacity? telling you like a lot. I'm going to, I'm going to pull this up for you. Like that we can verify. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you that. Well, I mean, maybe that Google healing <laughs> properties of sound baths. Okay. Hold on. Because. Of course, it's a great sense of relaxation. They say you sleep better, improved mood, your muscles. Feel, this is what I find interesting. Did you know that they say the, your muscles can feel looser? It says it here too. It also makes you feel that more calm, sense. less stress. That Again, makes sense. That, if you like relax, I would assume like everything would relax. So I think, yeah. So overall, I think the benefit is overall like a stress reliever to mm. make you feel more calm, soothe. It says here also better body awareness and more in tune with your body, which is interesting. They've been using sound baths for like, oh, great for decompression, like decompressing your thoughts, I would imagine. It's interesting. They become very popular though. I don't know if it's more popular just on the West Coast or, you know. It's very popular. It's actually, when I was in Israel, it was really popular as well, like just there now. Like it, start, it seems to be very popular over there now as well. Really? So it seems like it's spread quite globally. I think so. Well, first yeah. of all, this is what, okay, so you're asking me earlier what, you know, what it's crystal ball. It's basically what they do is this chimes that they use. They use the gong. It's basically metal bowls, crystal singing bowls. Is that what they're called? Crystal singing bowls? Yeah. So depending on who the practitioner is, what they're coming to it mm -hmm. and how intense it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could see that. You I probably know? like just need to like sit where it's not so loud. Like, yeah, just where where far, are you just in the other room? Yeah, just you know, away. Just, <laughs> just like I think down it, the block. I think at that point it's going to be loud wherever you go, right? <laughs> wait, but, wait, wait. I'm so curious. What are your thoughts on crystals? Because it's the same space. Uh, so do you I, like I them? Because no, like, I love them. Yeah. I think they're just fantastic. So this is what's interesting. You know, I, I know what you're saying. Like all this kind of falls in line with the the same people who usually love sound, sound bathing no, no, or crystals. No, I know, but they're, but they're different. They're different. And it's more hippie, vibey, and more manifestation-y, which is not the stuff that I'm typically right. involved with. But I think sound bath has basically gone much more mainstream in many different areas because it's passive and it's just like, it's mm. just like soothing. Relaxing relaxing for those who find right, it for relaxing. those who find it relaxing yeah. i can imagine it's like a really relaxing experience it is. yeah yeah like it doesn't like meditation why i don't like meditation is because you don't like meditation well, this is the first time you're hearing this wait no i mean i didn't know you don't like meditate i thought you just don't like woohoos but i didn't know like no, meditate. I can't do like, it. well i'm no not way. able like my form of meditation would be while doing a sound bath or while running like oh. i get into a meditative state in different ways than just oh, the, okay, okay, you know, okay, okay, than okay, sure. the typical straight, hard, I'm going to sit here cross-legged and you know, meditate because my brain is going too many directions. So that's not one of my self-care modalities. Let's put it that way. I meditate but, in the bath. That's a really good spot. That's a great one. So that's great. a great one. So I'm saying, yeah. I don't believe that meditation has to only occur in one type of way it can occur in many different ways so yeah so sand bath i like as well but crystals are fun you should get into them they're great i love them yeah i i I don't see the i just think that they're so beautiful like do you want to know what it is beauty and how is that a self-care modality so so i'll I'll explain to you so for me my aesthetic around me can Mm, dictate so much about how i feel and ever since i started using things like scented candles and just like putting like really nice things around my room like trinkets my room is pristine right now clean spick and spam every drawer organized everything has a place and you know when i get home tonight after the gym i'm gonna like put all my stuff away i'm gonna light a couple candles and i get to like look over at this like gorgeous shrine with like a couple crystals and other this everything's just really pretty and i think that aesthetic has a huge impact on me so for me i don't think crystals are like this vibrating prayer tool or whatever because it's just not me but i love the way they look i think they change so the a space instantaneously becomes homey to me it becomes welcoming becomes calming there is a scented candle and a crystal and maybe like a couple little pieces of gold plates somewhere like i just love that so that makes sense i like the way you just actually explained that and that that makes sense to me it's because you're so sensitive to the environment yeah, around you. I really so am. if you enjoy, if you like the aesthetics of that environment, it gives you like a sense of peace yeah. and calmness. That makes sense. I'm so used to clutter, having all the, like having two kids. Got kids. And it's, it's just impossible. Like, by the way, I hate clutter too. Like I get what you're saying when there's no, when there's no clutter, I feel so much more at ease, but I feel like I'm constantly in this like like, like how do you even get there grade, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, this yeah. low grade stress where if i yeah. could just like lower it a little bit by doing my own self-care that's even available or, or that i can sustain it's anything is better than zero 
I mean, I can't imagine I'd have like a spick and spam room if I had kids. Let oh me just God, like let me just like make that very clear. You have no <laughs> my two week experience has been shocking enough. It's, like I, I know, just, you, you, I feel like you have like post traumatic stress no, disorder. No, I, I really do. Like because you don't understand, it's like super. There are times when I sit and think to myself, Shani like I went to see her sister like, <laughs> in Israel for two weeks who has kids, and she came back. Oh honestly, God. she has to be medicated. Honestly, like legitimately, like I am a walking condom right now. Like I am like there is like celibacy until I am certain. Like there is. <laughs> no way it's it's crazy like what people have to go through just to raise like these munchkins and i always think to myself like if i didn't have a dog life would be easier uh-huh. i think that i think that yeah i sit there and think wow if i didn't have a dog i could just travel anywhere i could just do this i could put my dog in boarding i did for a month and a half no problem you can't do that for a child you can't just uh no you can't put your child in boarding <laughs> no for, for a month it's, i mean i got put in boarding for a couple kennel. years but you can't I was say, you, can't, you. You, can't. you did get put in boarding typically that is not the norm like i can't just like you know that's hilarious that you said like, that drop them off in like santa clarita and like go for vacation like that's just not like, yeah it's, it's not an option so crazy i know i know i think that's why i always say people don't know what they don't know because i can always say oh i can't do this because i have kids or you know the kids of is the reason why certain things aren't I'm not able to you know commit to certain things and people who have kids always understand like they're like oh yeah I get it you don't even have to explain stop (laughs) it I you know the kid part but people who don't have kids have no clue how limiting things are because you have responsibility and obligations period so I'm glad that you now understand my life I'm scared I'm I'm sad I'm I don't even wow like wow but you want to know it's so crazy and this is like how you know life is so unfair is you see some people who have like some of my friends have the easiest kids in the world like they're so chill they get like full eight ten hour night sleeps like i had a friend she never woke up earlier than 9 a.m like i was like what like this is like but what are they doing well why are the parents sleeping until 9 a.m no because the baby was sleeping oh the baby okay like as in like like, like, babies okay okay, like as in as in and i have some friends of like you know some friends whose kids they turn three and they're like completely insane and some whose kids turn three and they're just like perfect angels you know and it's i just can't even fathom like yeah, if i, I was one of those people who got troublemaker kids which i would there's no way i wouldn't yeah like and i'm sitting there and like my sister toba probably has like angels for kids and i'm like what the fuck yeah <laughs> i know it's it's basically crazy. i know i think i won the lottery my kids are you really got great well. yeah kids. they're really well thank god don't let's not jinx it yeah. let's just change the subject <laughs> okay guys um so Self-care. So self-care, I guess we were going to talk about a different topic, which we'll do another time because it became about self-care. What are some of your great self-care routines? I want to know, because I really do want to know. If, there, if you have anything that's different or interesting that you want to share, let me know, because I'm always looking for other ways to care for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so are you. So, I am. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. 
Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's going to push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam, on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.